Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ask Anything presented by Mosher Consulting. I'm your host, Angel Leon, Mosher's Director of Personnel. Ask Anything is back today with Samantha Parrish after a little late summer slash early fall break, if you will. We're going to be talking about a topic that is honestly near and dear to my heart. Working in IT when you're not an IT person. I must admit, prior to joining Mosher, I consider myself a techie guy, knowing the latest technologies, having the latest gadgets, etc., but boy, was I way off. We'll be exploring a few themes, so I think you'll enjoy this one very much. As I mentioned before, with me today is Samantha Parrish, one of Motion Consulting Senior Consultants. Samantha's been with Motion since the summer of 2021. She currently is a project coordinator on multiple government projects and an engagement manager on multiple commercial projects. She has lived in Indiana with her husband, three daughters, and three dogs for eight years, but is still a Texan at heart. She loves learning new things, organizing, lifting weights, and coaching her daughter's sports teams, just as a standard project manager at work and at home. Samantha, it's great to have you with us and ask you anything today to talk about such an interesting topic. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I know you said it was a long fall and it's snowing here today in Indiana. So we we hit winter right on the head here. Kind of skipped it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're delayed. We skipped fall altogether. Yes, yes, yes. We went from summer to winter in like two days. So let's start with a story that you like to share about when you started working in Mosher. What can you tell us about that? This topic, this being working in IT when you're not IT is near and dear to my heart as well. And on my second day at Mosher, I was getting a tour from our operations director, actually, at the downtown office. And bless him, he's so sweet. And after the tour, I called my husband and I said, I think I really oversold myself because I do not belong here. I didn't understand a quarter of what he said. It was acronyms. And I really thought, what did I do? Thankfully, my husband knows how to talk me off a, off a ledge because um, he got me. He goes, just, just stick with it. See what you do. So then and there, I started making my first thing I did on the job is a list of acronyms. So I could say, what exactly does this mean? I had no idea. So that was my my first intro into tech was, okay, I got to at least understand what we're talking about or somewhat. Yeah, I think so. I outed myself in my first week by saying SQL. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know all of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that happens to all of us. And I mean, when I joined Mosher, I had the same thing. I had people talking in tech code, and I'm just the HR person. I, I don't know anything about tech other than the stuff that I have in my house. But regardless, I mean, it's great to be here and such a great company, but the lingo, the, the acronyms, I'm sure, was you mentioned you put that all together. That must have been a heavy lift because there's a ton of acronyms. There's There was a lot. I was definitely a page and a half worth because you add Mosher, so tech stuff plus government stuff. Mm. Um, there's all these different things. And that's why it really was important for me to learn it because it's not just the way we speak to each other, but it's the way the client speaks too. So right. last thing I want to do is kind of give that deer in the headlights look when they say SLA. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what an SLA is. <laughs> Service level agreement for those at home. Thank but. you. And for those who are here. <laughs> <laughs> So in our research for this, you mentioned several themes, and I want to go over them one by one. The first one is don't pretend. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I put together some don'ts, and I was going to try to kind of make this a Michael Scott, my weaknesses are my strength things, right? So nobody wants to hear what you don't do. So I'm going to try to turn these into things you should do, you do do. So don't pretend, meaning 
it's okay to not know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I find that not only internal, but with clients as well, they have a much better relationship with me when I don't say that I know everything. I ask a lot of questions. I stay humble and I say, Hey, listen, bring me any question. I'm not going to know the answer, but I promise you, we will find out together. And I think truthfully, even anywhere else in life, that's what we want from the people we go to is the humility to say, I'm not the best person to answer this, but I know someone who is. And that's honestly one of my favorite things about working at a consulting company is we have a lot of experts in a lot of different fields. So it relieves me of the pressure of having to know it all, which is great. Yeah. And I think that's a really good thing to live by anyway, because we face questions all the time, not just professionally, but personally too, that sometimes we don't know the answer to. I mean, we have kids. So when our kids ask us those questions and we're like, uh, I don't know, I, I go back to that commercial and I can't remember which brand of smart speaker was it. The daughter asked the father something and he goes, yeah, honey, one second. And he whispers really, really low. Hey, so-and-so, what does this mean? And the smart speaker returns the same low tone voice. It's this. And so then he looks like, oh, I know it all. It's like, look at this. Well, we don't, but it's always nice to know that you have that little backup, Mm -hmm. right? You have that person behind you that can actually answer that question for you. Absolutely. And it's funny you say that because on the way to school today, we were talking about how many mammals live in the ocean. Um, It started with is octopus a mammal, which I don't think it is, but that's (laughs) another topic for another time. But uh, just the things that you're expected to know from your children, but you're absolutely right. And, And I think also when we deal with clients, they like if you don't have all the answers either, because it makes them feel better about not having all the answers. So I then become their partner and their advisor on, hey, let's go figure this out together. So I do think you don't have to fake it till you make it. Don't pretend, be honest. And then that way, when you do have the answer, it's a lot more credible and reliable. And that segues into our next theme, which is don't do it alone. We don't want to do it alone. We always can have a partner if you want to here at Mosier. And I'm sure, Samantha, you can tell us a lot about this because you have that force next to you that if you don't know, that partner of yours can get you the answer. And then you work together. And when you go to a client, that makes you and makes Mosier obviously look great. Absolutely. And I... My new phrase that I I don't know that I've ever said before I started working at Mosier is I'm going to defer to because that tends to kind of carry me. And as long as I'm honest back on the first point, right, being don't pretend I tell my the people that I work with, hey, I'm going to need you to lead in this this kind of tech thing. We're talking about infrastructure architecture. That is certainly not what I know, although I bought IT architecture for dummies um, to try to get myself up to speed. (laughs) Yeah. Rely on your teammates. Again, I, I said this before, but it's great to work in consulting because we build a team of experts to help. Um, that's not, that's not me. I'm just a part of the team. So I rely on my team members. I let them know that I'm going to defer to them. They're going to be the ones to answer these types of questions. And then also kind of back on topic one, again, if they don't know the answer, don't say you do. Let's go find it, right? We may not have that member in this meeting on our team, but we can find the answer. So there's no need to be a one-man show. We're stronger as a team. And Mosher really exemplifies that and gives us a bunch of teammates at our at our disposal that we can reach out to. So that's awesome. Plus something that you mentioned that I think is key, going back to the first point about don't pretend, it builds trust because you talk about being humble and being able to actually accept that you don't know something that builds trust with the other person across that table. 
right? And that's whether that's internal or external. I've been blessed to work on multiple projects now on government and commercial. And so I have a lot of team members I work on with just one project. I have some team members I work on with multiple and I'm very clear to let them know, hey, this is a new animal, right? This is a new contract. It's a different kind of thing that we're trying to do. I just need you to, to fill me in. And there has been more than one occasion where after a client call, I'll get on a call with just my team and say, all right, what did we just talk about? <laughs> like, I need you to tell me, I'm not going to slow down the process by interrupting the client, right? But you tell me what we're talking about. And then they're always really good about doing that. And they're very, very patient, which is also probably part of the culture at Mosher is that we just have awesome people. So they don't mind saying, all right, like, I love talking about this. Let's, let's do it. So. Yeah. And that's very important because when you ask that question, what did we just talk about? They have the answers and they can bring you up to speed is, I mean, in my case, because obviously working in HR, when I go into what somebody does from a productivity standpoint, I don't know everything that everybody does because I'm not a tech guy. And so to Brian's point, I don't know what SQL, you know, and all that, those codes. Thank you, Brian, for the nod. But all those things, I don't know. So when I'm sitting down with somebody talking about productivity and basically their performance plan, et cetera, I need those experts around me to tell me, okay, this SQL, when they're doing that, this is what they mean. If they're doing C++, this is what they mean, et cetera. So I need that help. And I've found myself in those scenarios a lot. And so my recruiting team, when we when we are recruiting for positions, you mentioned infrastructure architect, we've been working a lot on that lately. We have to basically lather ourselves in a little bit of knowledge because when we're out there speaking to candidates, we don't want to sound like we don't know what we're talking about when we're recruiting. We need to know. So again, that's where we go to the experts. We go to the folks that we have that know what this, what that job entails. And, you know, my, my personality type, it's hard to not feel like I, I I have this thing where I want to know everything, but the benefit of being a part of a team is I've got people that are really smart and they can deep dive into this stuff. I have to know just enough to support them, to help them and to communicate it effectively up to a point where I can say, now you're over my head and let's go get someone much smarter than I am. But you're right. It's, it's, it's a, it's a balance to say, you don't have to know all of this stuff. That's not why I am personally here. And I'm sorry. I think I just segued myself into the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. And finally, (laughs) don't doubt your value. We've sort of glossed over this a little bit because we talk about bringing somebody else in to help with instances where we might not know all the answers, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't devalue ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And and like I mentioned, it's hard because I want to know everything. So sometimes you're around these incredibly smart people speaking, you know, an acronym language that you don't fully understand. Mm-hmm. And it can be like, well, what am what am I contributing here? What am I doing here? And that's a that's a trap. Don't get into that trap because you have value. And as a project manager, sometimes it feels like I'm just kind of pulling the strings and and following up. But that that is part of the value, right? That's part of helping my teammates focus on what they do best so that I say, hey, I've got the rest of this, right? I will talk to the clients or I will make sure I schedule this appropriately. Let me take that off your plate in the best way that I can and rely on my own strength. So it's the kind of the analogy I always tell my daughters, right? Like what's more important, the heart or the brain, right? They're both equally important. We can't mm-hmm. operate without them. So don't compare yourself to a brain if you're a heart, right? Like that's just, we got to know that balance for ourselves too. So 
the team has strengths and I just have to acknowledge that I have those in there. So I have one of my favorite people to work with. I ask him a lot. I go, we'll meet. And I say, is this helping you? And uh, he is yet to confirm or deny, but he keeps meeting with me. So I'm going to go with it's helping until he starts, uh, you know, rejecting my meeting requests. (laughs) But sometimes it does. It just helps to talk some things through and kind of get reacclimated as a team. So don't doubt your value. Everybody has value. And, and, you know, I wouldn't even begin to know how to do HR stuff on hell. So, you know, grateful for you and, and Brian with his expertise. He always uh, cuts out the ridiculous things I say and makes me sound great. So there's a lot of value there, right? So we can't doubt our own and we're better as a team, like I've mentioned many times. So. I do run into that a lot. Like when I'm recording people, like they're talking about their area of expertise and I'll edit something together. And the first thing I always do is send it back to them. So I'm like, all right, I've made this smooth and presentable and professional looking, but you have to tell me if you said something that you didn't mean to say, like you meant C++ instead of Python or SQL. It was like, I'm not going to catch that. You're going to have to. And if you do, I'll make the change, but that is not something I have a knowledge base deep enough to be like, (laughs) you said this, and I'm pretty sure clearly you meant that. Not going to come from there. That's what I thought you were doing when you edited all these videos, but you're just (laughs) laughing at me. (laughs) No, but you bring up a great point. Once again, you have to understand your value first when you're approaching others, because if you don't have that and you're in the front of your mind, not the back, in the front of your mind then that's when those doubts are going to start to creep in. And when you're going to start thinking, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. No, make sure that you have your value up front. That makes you a professional at heart. It presents you a lot better when you have the confidence to actually sit there and speak your language. Because just like we're talking about how we don't understand all of the IT jargon, they don't understand all the project management jargon or the HR jargon or how really hard it is to cut together a video with sound and all the stuff that Brian does in the back end. So you have to have that confidence. Right. And that's, and that's back to my second day at Mosher, right? I did not oversell myself. I'm not that good, but obviously Ty and the Mosers and, and everyone that was a part of getting here saw something that I could contribute. And I try really hard to make sure I put that foot forward every single day and contribute the things that I can. And I think all three of those points go together, right? When I'm humble and saying, I'm not good at this, but I am good at this, right? Mm-hmm. And so plug me in where you see fit because that's where I'm going to bring the most value. And uh, luckily, I mean, I feel like a broken record here, but that's what's great about working at Mosher. There's so many things, but you get to do that. You get to have yeah. a spot where you rely on your strengths and then work with other people who rely on theirs. And that together makes an awesome team. Yeah, absolutely. Those are great ingredients that make Mm -hmm. a great team. And with that, we'd like to thank Samantha for joining us today again on Ask You Anything. This has been a great conversation and we really enjoyed having you with us today. Thank you for having me. And if anybody at home knows if octopuses are mammals, I appreciate that help too. I got to get that back to my daughters here shortly. They're going to be asking me lots of questions. They're not. I didn't think so. Cephalopods. Oh, gee, see? I don't know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> and also potentially the closest thing to alien life that planet Earth has. Well, that I believe just by looking at them. Wow. That is a tidbit. They I... might literally be alien. There's there's talk for your Thanksgiving table, yes. everyone. Yeah. At there home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and who doesn't? That, yeah. that great Thanksgiving tradition of serving octopus. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for listening in to this week's edition of Ask Anything presented by Mosher Consulting. 
We hope you enjoyed listening to Samantha Paris talk to us about working in IT when you are not an IT person. Join us next time when we continue to dive deeper with our resident experts and what they're currently working on. Send us your ideas or topics via our social media feeds. In the meantime, please remember to give us a rating and subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, so long, everybody. 